Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Dave Moore. The time is half five. You're listening to Manx Radio. I am Dave Moore and this is Update. Welcome to the programme. Half an hour of the latest news in the Isle of Man plus Manx Sport, Business, Sea-Watch and travel updates along with the newsmakers in person. Coming up, the consultancy period for a 6% pay offer for Royal College of Nursing staff ended today. We'll hear from a union rep. There's possibly good news for local producers from supermarket giant Tesco, plus a look at the latest inflation figures. That's all coming up right here in the next 30 minutes. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. But first of all, the update news headlines with Lewis Foster. Faster my. Faster my. Drivers on the mountain road are being urged to drive with caution and be prepared to stop as the Department of Infrastructure deals with what it calls a reported small depression in the road. Police are in attendance roughly a mile from the Douglas side of Guthrie's. Tesco says it's determined to support local businesses on the island following its takeover of ShopRite. It follows concerns over how difficult it's been historically for Manx producers and manufacturers to get their products sold by the supermarket chain. The first new express store opens in Castletown tomorrow. And police have thanked members of the public and shop staff for their assistance after dealing with a medical emergency on Strand Street this afternoon. Officers closed closed the Douglas High Street at around 4 o'clock whilst ambulance crews attended the scene. In the latest international news, a mechanic who helped run one of the dark web's biggest child sex abuse websites has been jailed for 16 years. The lawyer for the 28-year-old from Cheshire said he acknowledges that his behaviour is morally reprehensible and has since converted to Islam. There are reports from Beirut that, that Israeli airstrikes have killed four people in Lebanon and injured nearly a dozen. The Israelis say the strikes followed Hezbollah rocket attacks into northern Israel. And nine people, including six police officers, have been taken to hospital after a collision between a double-decker bus and a van in South London. It happened near Oval Tube Station at 11.30 this morning. Those are the headlines. I'll be back with more at 6 o'clock. Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Thank you, Lewis. Remaining cloudy with outbreaks of rain or drizzle at times, as well as fog patches. The light to moderate southwest wind will freshen for a time tonight as another band of rain arrives. Staying quite mild overnight with temperatures falling no lower than 8 Celsius. A dull and cloudy start tomorrow with rain or drizzle persisting throughout the morning before clearing later in the afternoon. The moderate southwest wind will fall light and swing to the west as the rain clears. Top temperature of 11 Celsius. Dry and bright on Friday with a light westerly wind that backs southwest in the evening and a maximum temperature of 11 Celsius. Manx Glass and Glazing are proud to be an approved contractor with Construction Isle of Man. Call the team on 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate. Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. 
The consultation period for Royal College of Nursing staff employed by Manx Care over a 6% pay offer ended today. It was launched a fortnight ago by the union without recommending acceptance or rejection. Regional Director for the RCN in the North West, Stephanie Dunn, says a possible sticking point is the possibility of no back pay. It doesn't seem a great ask because when you've worked hours for your an employer and you have not been able to be remunerated for that work at a fair rate and the negotiations are protracted, you end up either retiring or lo- moving jobs and then you lose access to that list that is rightfully yours. And also the payment into your pension is also reduced by the percentage that's not been put into your pay. So there are, you know, morally, it's very challenging. If the members accept and other union members accept, it's really just a matter of notifying the employer um, that all of the members involved across different unions have accepted. If there's any dissent, obviously, we would have to sit down as a staff side partnership forum and work through what we do because the employer expects every union to come to the same conclusion. You're listening to Manx Radio. This is Update. Tesco says it's determined to support local business. Manx producers and manufacturers are concerned their goods won't be sold by the supermarket chain. Store director Andy Sanderson says thanks to government backing, they're hoping to stock island-based produce. We've had some really productive conversations with the Isle of Man government around accreditation for suppliers. We really welcome that they've offered the funding for suppliers to get the sales for accreditation, which means then that we can supply and stock those products in our stores. I've met a number of the suppliers. A fair few of those are going to be on sale in our Castletown store from Thursday. So Greg and Ian, who, who look after the Davidson ice cream business, are going to be in the store miles from Noah Bakery. I've met Phil at Andreas Meats. Um, we're going to be doing the, the award-winning sausages and bacon lines. I'm going to see the team at Fenodri on Friday. So we're going to be selling all of those products in all of our stores. And the great opportunity is for these businesses that they then have access to the UK Tesco market in, in some of those examples. So potentially could expand their, their supply chain outside of the Isle of Man if that's something they want to do. The Isle of Man really does have its own identity. And can you reassure people that Tesco recognises that and that our Tesco shops aren't just going to be like any old other Tesco store that you would see in the UK and treated in the same way? Yeah, absolutely. The Isle of Man is a fantastic country. I've been here since October. I've met over 500 customers and had lots of conversations, done lots of listening. People are very kind and they're very nice. You know, people say hello to you in the street. There's some fantastic local products and produce, fantastic restaurants as well. So it's a little treasure, really, I I think, to be fair. The stores themselves will, in the main, look and feel a little bit like they do. We'll obviously offer all the club car prices and the value, but we are also committed to helping the local community. But we will have um, a really good range of local produce and products on sale in our stores that will be different to the rest of the UK, and we hope that really connects with our customers. You're listening to the Isle of Man's quintessential daily news and current affairs roundup. Update on Manx Radio. Consumer inflation's dipped again for the third month in a row, making it the lowest since October 2021. Christian Jones has the details. It stands at 4.4% for January, which is down 0.8% in comparison to the previous month. Alcoholic drinks and tobacco see the biggest increase, having risen 11.8% compared with 12 months ago. Tobacco sees the biggest increase across that category at 15%. 
The second largest rise is seen in restaurants and hotels, with a surge of 10.9% compared with a year ago. Electricity, tea and eggs are among the largest annual changes, but gas, oil and other fuels and children's outerwear are all down. Over a one-month period, housing, water, electricity and gas are down 1.7%. However, transport is up 1.8%. The last time the CPI index was as low as 4.4% was in October 2021, which had that same figure. Months of rain and mud has made working conditions in the island's farms especially difficult. Speaking to Manx Radio's Simon Clark, agricultural contractor Philip Hampton says this last year has been the worst he's seen. There's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel now that spring's coming, but it's been a tough last four or five months, really. We are a bit behind because we've had nothing really but incessant rain since the middle of October. But we're hoping to get an up-to-date on the maintenance and there's a lot of polishing and fixing being getting done over the winter months. Is that the sort of longest spell you remember where you can't get on with something, at least in the fields? Yes, I would say this last year has been the hardest I've ever seen. And I mean, I know I'm a relatively young 50, but yes, it has been a tough one this year. We do tend to do the odd bit of work and welding and fixing for maybe for other farmers and... uh, few different sort of electronic jobs and things like that and a bit of fencing to tide us over but yes mainly this year even for a lot of the outside jobs it's been pretty grim. What would you have been getting on with what's behind the most? This year we've done relatively no hedge trimming really or anything the odd little bit of fencing and we haven't started ploughing or winter cultivations or anything yet. The farmers themselves, are they getting anxious? Yes, I would say in farming at the moment, the morale is pretty is pretty low because when it's a wet day, I can come down here in the shed, put the lights on and at least you're dry and you can keep out of it. But if you're getting up at half five in the morning and pulling on your half wet wellies and clothes from the night before and going out to trudge around in six inches of muck it's a bit demoralizing sea watch with the isle of man steam packet company it's all looking good the manxman left hesham at five past two this afternoon and it's due in any time now into douglas and then she'll leave again at quarter to eight this evening arriving into hesham at half eleven and then turning around tomorrow morning, leaving at quarter past two in the morning and getting back into Douglas at 6am. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. An opening date for the Cozy Nook Cafe and further discussions with the Department of Education, Sport and Culture about the Southern Swimming Pool were on the agenda when Port Aaron Commissioners met last night. Local democracy reporter Emma Draper was also there where the issue of a foodies market in the south was also raised. Clark, Jason Roberts, provided an update to the board and the two members of the public that were in attendance about the Cozy Nut Cafe. He said the operators, which are foraging vintners and knowers, are hoping to have the venue open by Good Friday and said things are generally working to plan. This gives the local authority five to six weeks to get everything sorted. Mr Roberts also said that electrical works are about three quarters of the way through and new skylights are being looked at because the old ones are in disrepair. The Cozy Nook is currently being renovated after being given planning permission for another three years as a beach bar with a marquee and indoor seating. 
Commissioner Mark Morley is the Port Erin representative on the Southern Swimming Pool Board and confirmed a meeting was being held with the Department of Education, Sports and Culture. Mr Morley said the meeting is about both the old pool and what happens next, as well as the plans for a new pool. The DESC recently said a new pool could be built as part of the redevelopment of Castle Russian High School. Board members also raised a concern about the missing festoon lighting on the promenade. For residents who have missed the lights around Port Erin Bay, bracket fixtures are being worked on and the clerk said once those have been received, they will be back up imminently. A meeting was also organised by the Foodies Market Association on the island last month, which garnered some interest from local businesses. However, the clerk said there wasn't enough to give a green light for one in the south, so instead a TT Foodies Market will be held, which the group hopes will stimulate people wanting one elsewhere. Manx Radio Business Briefing Ergonomics Limited today reported a decline in half-year net asset value per share and investment income plummeted. The Isle of Man-based venture capital firm, which invests in the cellular agriculture field, said its net asset value at December 31st totaled 16.9 pence per share, down 0.2% from 16.94 pence at June 30th. Shares in Organomics were down 0.8% at 9.62 pence at around midday in London. The Financial Times claims the billionaire British co-owners of supermarket Asda borrowed $7 million from their petrol station company EG Group to repay debt they took on to buy two private jets. The newspaper says it's seen corporate filings which reveal that Moshin and Zuba Issa, who bought Asda in 2020, used their EG Group, which runs thousands of petrol stations in the UK and overseas, to lend money to two private jet companies they owned in 2022. Both are registered in the Isle of Man. Last year it was reported that EG Group had issued a 39 million euro unsecured a euro a 39 million euro unsecured loan to the companies to buy back the jets in 2018. The two brothers debt-laden takeover of Asda has come under scrutiny in recent months with politicians in the UK asking questions about the structure of their ownership. The stock market report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets closed higher as UK inflation data held steady. The Consumer Price Index rose 4% in the 12 months to end January, unchanged on December. Analysts had been expecting a rise to 4.2%. US stocks recovered after Tuesday's worst inflation day drop for the S&P index since September 2020. However, yesterday's setback did little to deter investors riding bets on an eventual Fed pivot to easier policy. Gold prices remain below the key 2000 dollar per ounce level as markets continue to tone down their rate cut bets and oil prices were relatively flat on sticky inflation and after a US industry group reported crude stocks rose more than expected last week. Let's check out the markets. FTSE 100 is at 7559. That's up 0.63%. The Dow Jones 38293. That's up 0.05%. And the Nasdaq is at 15700 up 0.3%. Exchange rates, the pound against the dollar is 1.255, against the euro, 1.169. In commodities, gold is at 1,991 US dollars, that's down 0.07%, with Brent at 82.39 US dollars, that's down 0.17%. I'm running late again. Do you know where I put my car keys? In the fridge. Where's my phone? Under the dog basket. Bye. You haven't forgotten that we're seeing Ramsey Crook all later? Oh, um, no, of, of course not. Um, 5pm, is it? Quarter to three. I'll be there. 
Life is busy. That's why Ramsey Crookall's team takes time to help you make a mindful investment decision, considering all the options, giving you full control of your financial future. Less stress, more assurance. Forgot to put my shoes on. Oh. See how we can make your money work for you. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrickle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. You may be aware it's Manx Radio's 60th birthday this year and as part of its Diamond Jubilee celebrations, the station's been dipping into its audio archives to play clips from the past in specialist programmes. The broadcaster isn't the only one doing this. Social rights campaigner Bernard Moffat's also been posting old recordings from his own collection of interviews held at Broadcasting House. I'd like to say that I wanted to join in the celebrations, but actually I was going through some old CD discs I had to look at recovering DTP files, which is an old system I used to use for word processing, believe it or not many years ago, and I came across a couple of discs that had clips on from Manx Radio News interviews, really. They were a mixed bag. There was some Celtic League stuff, some Trades Council stuff, and others related to the Transport and General Workers Union. The question is, why, though, do you have those recordings? Why were those recordings made in the first place? Well, I actually started recording stuff. I'd be away three or four times a month, sometimes more, the big news programme back in those days, of course, at uh, absolute stalwart, was... Uh, Mandate. Mandate mm-hmm. with uh, Charles and uh, David Collister. And if I was going away and there was a union piece on, a Celtic League piece, I'd uh, ask my late wife, Deirdre, to uh, record it. And you've been posting them online? Yeah, posted uh, several online. I'd... Where would people go to to have a listen oh, to well, these? It's on, uh, some of them are on the Celtic League Manning Branch Facebook page, and I think they've been shared across to um, Eddie Powers' Crown Dependency News site as well. The, I think I've posted about five or, or six up at the most. There's, I've only got about 32 clips, but it's a mixed bag. It covers... There's a good long interview with Roy McMillan about the Celtic League, and Roy, of course, was uh, mm. tremendous was. interviewer. Mm-hmm. You know, very combative style mm-hmm. at times, and uh, it was quite enjoyable. The uh, people who interviewed you back then, uh, people like Charles Gard as well. Mm-hmm. Charles was would always uh, bowl you at a difficult one. You never knew what to expect. Manx Radio Sport. Faster by Rob Pritchard. Faster my good evening. Starting this evening with rugby and former Ireland resident Bevan Rod has signed a new contract with Premiership Rugby outfit Sale Sharks. The ex-book and school pupil has put pen to paper on a three-year deal which will keep him at the club until 2027. Having joined the Sale Academy in 2018, he made his first team debut a year later and has gone on to make nearly 80 first team appearances. As well as shining at club level, the now 23-year-old has also previously represented England at under-16, under-18 and under-20 level before receiving his first senior call-up in 2021. One. Elsewhere, Rod has been nominated for Isle of Man Sportsman of the Year in the latest Isle of Man Sports Awards taking place on Wednesday the 28th of February. 
Motorsport Now and the Roadhouse Macau by FHO team has announced an expanded two-rider lineup for this year's Isle of Man TT races. An all-Irish roster will see experienced competitor Brian McCormack joined by Owen O'Shockrew, who will make his TT debut this year with the outfit. McCormack, the second fastest Irishman around the Snaefell Mountain course, will contest the Superbike, Superstock and Senior classes on board his BMW M1000RR machinery. He and O'Shockrew will then contest the Supersport and Super Twin categories on Triumph 765s and Aprilia RS660s respectively. McCormack made his TT debut in 2010 and since then has amassed 18 top 20 finishes. Meanwhile, 32-year-old O'Shockrew heads into his maiden TT appearance, having impressed in recent years in the Manx Grand Prix and Irish National Road Races. And in cycling, Max Walker has been in action this afternoon during the opening stage of this year's Volta ao Algarve in Portugal for Astana, Kazakhstan. On a challenging route, Astana's highest place finisher was Yevgeny Fedorov in 32nd spot, with Walker himself finishing 58th. It's the Manx Rider's second outing for the side after helping the team to second in the points tally during the Figuera Champions Classic last Saturday. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. The airport looks to be back on time now. The Logan Air flight going to Liverpool at 6 is showing on time, as is the EasyJet flight to Gatwick at 8 o'clock. And in terms of the arrivals coming in, the Gatwick EasyJet flight is due in on time at half past 7, with the Liverpool Logan Air flight due in at 5 to 8. In the On the roads... Uh, temporary lights in Douglas at the bottom end of Summit Hill on Market Street near St Thomas's Church and a section of Switzerland Road is closed for construction work. There are also temporary lights on Kewegg Hill and also Peel Road uh, from half nine to half three at Union Mills. Uh, temporary lights on the King Edward Road between Gradle and the A2, also on the main road just to the north of the Liverpool Arms at Baldrine, and temporary lights on the Coast Road between Laxey and Baldrine. Temporary lights at the junction of Mayhill and Queen's Pier Road in Ramsey, and also at Bride on Chapel Hill, uh, while the Keondrick Had Road is closed for water main work. Out in Peel, temporary lights on Ramsey Road near Battery Lane as well. Ask how you can spread the cost interest-free at Keyside. Age Concern, Isle of Man's hoping its new advice centre will help them support as many elderly and vulnerable people as possible. Malcolm Kelly's a founding member and the charity's chairman, which opened its new premises in Douglas yesterday. Uh, we've got a presence in Port Erin, in Ramsey. Douglas is rather lacking. We're almost opposite the headquarters of Social Security, but Social Security have a habit of producing fearsome forms which um, you need to have a PhD in form filling to cope with and we have a number of people here who will sort out your forms for you and perhaps prepare you too for talking to Social Security. We felt that being close to them now we will learn a lot too and we will be able to expand our services in the light of our knowledge of them. And what sort of services can people access when they visit Age Concern in Douglas? Mainly it's the sort of things that will be one-to-ones, will be people coming for meetings and that sort of thing. In the future we're hoping for doing more for younger older people, the people over 50. So I have ambitions for mini tennis, for example, and I'm hoping that that will be something that we will start. We will be doing a great deal of talking to individuals about money problems. 
we do have a hardship fund. In terms of accessibility as well for people who may have some mobility issues, it's perfectly situated because you've got, I think you've got the bus stop right yes, here. Yes, we have. And that was the attraction of this particular building. Some of us didn't like the idea of it being on the first floor, but you can get to it very easily because there is a lift. Perfect. We look forward to welcoming the folk of Douglas. A female rugby team is looking to gather feminine hygiene products for the Isle of Man Food Bank. Vagabonds are holding a collection drive to mark International Women's Day. Club spokesperson Ella Goodwin-Jones says items such as this are a necessity, not a luxury. I think it's something that doesn't get discussed. It's always seen as quite a taboo subject um, to discuss. So being on, on your period and having a menstrual cycle really affects your performance. Something that's not really discussed. And we have male coaches, male referees... So we were kind of discussing more on the way of actually what part of your cycle are you uh, fatigued more or actually you're more likely to get an ACL injury. It's super interesting, um, sports and, and your menstrual cycle. So that's how the conversation started. And then I wanted to do a big push for Women's Day because I think it's it's super important. And a lot of the time it's just a picture or a post. But we were like, let's do something big. In terms of the food bank, have you spoken to the food bank? Have you noticed there's a need for products like these? We did a collection for the food bank at Christmas time. As a club, we try and do as many community and charity initiatives as possible. We're really big on that. So um, actually, it was Ekong on the men's team who uh, rallied up that at Christmas time for food donations. Um, so it's something that we've worked on them before more on the food side and we thought we'll do it on the women's side. Now, I think sometimes women's teams are overshadowed uh, compared to men's, men's teams. Um, however, we do have a really positive audience on the island for kind of women's netball, women's football and, you know, us at the rugby club too. However, I'm sure it's the same across the board that people don't think about period products, period bins being in women's changing rooms, things like that is just little touches that's really important. We've got drawers in our changing rooms with deodorant, uh, tampons, sanitary towels um, that anyone can just tap into if they've, they need one. But yes, I think it's something that's definitely overlooked, even, like I said, sanitary bins in ladies' changing rooms. And that's it for updates compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Lewis Foster. Hello, podcast audience listening anywhere in the world and at any time of day or night. Thank you for making Update the Isle of Man's most subscribed to news podcast. If you know someone who you think would enjoy a daily bulletin of news from the Isle of Man, tell them updates available as a podcast via Apple, Google, Smart Speaker, Spotify or the TuneIn app. Get all the details at the App Store or at manxradio.com. And if you have a comment on the news agenda, a story you think we should be covering, or just want to say hello from near or far, email update at manxradio.com. That's it from me. I'll be back tomorrow at half past five.